0: welcome to a special edition extra innings edition of the friendly confines cubs podcast where we bring you the cubs newsmakers and ryan i love this segment because we give people a little bit of a taste of the upcoming episode who's on your wish list for us to bring onto
1: the show Well, we've had some amazing guests, Chad. I mean, think about it. We've had David Kaplan from ESPN 1000. We've had Mark Silverman also from ESPN. Dave Ennett from WGN Radio. Ryan Cheverini from Windy City Live. Gosh, there's just so many and so many still more to go. I I can't wait for the endless possibilities of guys and gals that we're going to bring on to Talk Cubs Baseball this year for all of our listeners.
0: Well, get ready for a fun, fun interview uh, coming up right now.
1: Time now for the seventh inning stretch and we are joined by Big Cub fan and host of the podcast Son of Ranto and outside the Ivy also has a fan show at NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch him on the post game shows for all the Chicago Cubs games. We are talking with the one and only Danny Rocket who joins us here on the Friendly Confines. Danny, welcome to the seventh inning stretch in the Friendly Confines with Chad and Ryan.
0: Oh, wow. I feel so welcomed. That was quite the introduction. And by the way, it's it's son Ranto, not son of Ranto. I apologize. Um, Son Ranto. Yes, I am so sorry. You made it sound like a horror movie. (laughs) Son son of Ranto, I've come to eat your children. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, maybe the Cubs could use
1: somebody like that right now, especially after what we've seen from this ball club uh, the past week or so as they uh, are in the midst of this uh, set with the Chicago White Sox and the Crosstown Classic. Um, You know, it's interesting, Danny. I was reading your Twitter line today, and it was an interesting stat, that since Ben Zobrist has left the Chicago Cubs to deal with his personal issues, the team is just 19 and 20. Now, you could sit there and say you're shocked a little bit, maybe, by the fact that Zobrist plays that big of a role, but are, are we maybe reading more into that, the fact that the Cubs are not as good
0: when Ben Zobrist is not playing
1: on this team on a day-in and day-out basis.
0: Well, it's not something you can quantify, I think, through stats, except for 19 and 20, and, you know, that is a stat that you can point at and say, okay, this team has been losing more games than they won since Ben Zobrist is gone. I mean, I think if, if uh, you know, Daniel Descalso isn't so terrible, if uh, I'd say Cargo comes in a little bit hotter, you know, I mean, then maybe it's a different story and you forget all about Ben Zobris. But I think uh, when you when you think about what Ben Zobris brings to the team, and I mean that in the teamiest way possible, in, in that he's been around for a long time, he's veteran leadership, you know, obviously a presence in the clubhouse uh, for years and years, probably has got a lot of friends on the team. I'm not privy to this information, but I would imagine... If you replace the you know somebody like Ben Zobrist with Addison Russell, who basically made your entire team make uh, take domestic violence classes all spring training long, and is and provided a distraction to the baseball season, I you know I, I don't know I, if it was my workplace and one of my best friends, you know, had a, a terrible time in his marriage and was going through it and then he got replaced with the guy that kind of screwed up my life for the last six months, <laughs> I, I might not be the happiest person. So, like, I don't hear anything about, like, bad blood in the clubhouse. But 19 and 20, you know, it's not working out. Ben Zobrist is a clutch player, gives you a professional at-bats. He's not here. It's a problem. They need to figure out something else. The bench is not deep at all right now yeah and and of course they're still waiting on Craig Kimbrell
1: to come back uh or I should say to start the season with this team he pitched uh in Sacramento the other night uh one two three innings so they're waiting on him to obviously solidify the bullpen but let me ask you this Danny is this team uh, other than that 23 and 7 stretch where they really looked really good and they they swept the Cardinals they you know got back into first place is this team about where you thought they would be or in your opinion,
0: are they underachieving right now? Well, I mean, I suppose they're underachieving um, in my, you know, just thank God the Brewers keep losing. <laughs> um I mean, it, you know, they played the Dodgers pretty tough. It was a shame to not come out of there with the win. I thought that with one more win, that was a big test for the team, you know, right there, because, you know, best team in the NL might be the best team in baseball uh, record wise right now. I'm not sure, but you know, we played them tough. It didn't work out in our, in our favor. Um, The road losses are a little bit of a head scratcher right now. They got to figure that out. I, that, I mean, there's a lot about this team that I can't quite figure out yet. I'm like, you know, why, why do one day they can put up, you know, 10 runs and the next day one or zero for a couple of games it's just things got to even out at some point and everything feels very streaky right now and it's hard to quantify why that is we're talking but yeah go ahead yeah but i'm just saying if you know i think there's going to be this is going to be a different looking team i do think they make moves in the next month and uh you know they're not gonna let any other team in the central run away with it at this point. I, th- I think they'll put it together and get on some, I think we'll know what this team is a little bit more at in this coming month.
1: Sure. If that sure. makes sense.
0: No, absolutely. I
1: think it does. I think, and listen, this team is known to catch fire uh in the second half of the season. We saw that in 2017, Um, you know certainly 2018 you know towards the end of the year they ran out of gas a little bit but this team for whatever reason seems to get very streaky at certain points of the year And, and this year it seems like that's this is no different as we're talking with Danny Rocket for a few minutes he is uh at Sun Ranto on Twitter, host of the Sun Ranto podcast, not son of Ranto. That's right. It's not a <laughs> horror movie. Uh, also uh, outside the Ivy podcast. And you can, of course, catch him on NBC Sports Chicago uh, for every post game show for uh, the Ask the Fans. And uh, he has a really nice segment there that he does as well that you guys can uh, connect with him on. So uh, we look at this series against the White Sox. Um, Paint a picture for me right now as uh, we go into this three game set, the Cubs losing the opener three to one. Um, And of course, of course, Eloy Jimenez is the one that hits the uh, the home run in the ninth inning to give the White Sox that definitive win, uh, especially because he started his career in the Chicago Cubs organization. Uh, Can you kind of paint the picture for me right now as somebody who is not in Chicago, how Cub fans or the city of Chicago as a whole is reacting right now, knowing that Jimenez and, and and people were certainly not thrilled about the fact they had to give him up to get Quintana, but now that he's actually doing things against the Cubs, how that's kind of uh, kind of painting the picture for the city right now as we are in the midst of this series.
0: Well, I mean obviously it's one game uh, White sox can definitely get bragging rights happened last night with Jimenez hitting that uh two run homer to give the white sox the win you know it's it's really hard to trade um based upon what people will do in the future because Quintana i mean and maybe it was too much uh cease and Jimenez you know uh basically an average starting pitcher that's cost controlled you know i i it's not an it it doesn't look but in 2017 you make that deal because you're going for it that year you just went to the world series you need another pitcher on his way out the door kind of uh, you know giving up home runs to everybody you know at, at that time you needed to do something you had some injuries they short up the rotation in much the same way they did last year by adding Cole Hamels. You know, down the line, Jimenez becomes a Hall of Fame career, you know, figures out how to play outfield sort of player. Um, then, you know, Cubs will be crying. But I still think you can't judge the future of this trade based upon what we needed in 2017. Now, Dylan Cease... you know, good too, then it really looks like the Cubs overpaid. And uh, Luis Medina last night on the Outside the Ivy Show, great point. He said, when the Cubs wanted Chris Sale, they wouldn't give him up unless it was Chris Bryant in return. And at that point, the Cubs should have known that the White Sox were over-asking and should not have dealt with them. And, I hey, that's a pretty good point, you know? Sure.
1: No, 100%. I, I totally agree with you. So so we're close to the All-Star break right now. And certainly we're seeing guys that, you know, a Javi Baez, a Wilson Contreras leading uh, in the NL at their respective positions. Uh, other than those two, um, how many other uh, players on this team do you think are deserving uh, of a nod on the All-Star team in the National League, would you say?
0: Well, let me preface by saying that I am not a fan of the. And how it's voted on by fans. Um, I think the players should choose. um, And I don't even think they should play it in the middle of the summer. I think everybody should go home and rest. But since we're still doing it this way, I, you know, I think that Javi Contreras has obviously cooled off lately. Um, uh, Javi. had cooled off as well in the last uh, month, uh, pretty much ever since he hurt his heel. Um, you know, I, I kind of want these guys to all go home. I mean, I think the case for Kyle Hendricks, who's really has had a couple of – I mean, a couple stretches where he's just been lights out, but now he's hurt, so I kind of don't want him in the game. You know, I mean, you look up and down the lineup. I mean, Chris Bryant isn't really – He's having an average year for him, I'd say. Um, Anthony Rizzo, home runs, I think, you know, but at first base, that's not that special, you know, if you think about it. Um, so I think it could go. Those are probably the only ones that the guys you mentioned, I think, are the only ones that actually deserve to go out of the pitching staff. I mean, maybe you could make a case for uh, been pretty shut down. Um, but it's nobody out of the bullpen, obviously. Uh, we appreciate you being on the program
1: with us here uh, as we're talking with Danny Rocket. You can find him at Twitter uh, at SunRanto and then the uh, SunRanto podcast, as well as outside the Ivy um, that you can find. And he's also on NBC Sports Chicago for all those post game shows. So, Danny, thank you so much for joining us. We'd love to have you back on the program. Uh, and we appreciate you staying with us with throughout all the uh, technical difficulties to start out the interview.
0: Anytime, Ryan. Take it easy. Take care. All right. Take it easy. So, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. bye <laughs> do not let anyone say that it's just a game. For I've seen other teams and it's never the same. When you're born in Chicago, you're blessed and you are The first time you walk into River.